0: Permission to board,
2: please. Permission to cover aboard. permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mother ship?
0: This is the permission granted podcast. Here's DA.
1: Here is not DA. It's Miraz hosting the PGP here this week. The permission granted podcast. DA has taken off for Florida for a week-long vacation with his beautiful fiance. Yes, we could say fiance. This might even be his first vacation. Since getting engaged, and as Pete the Body Bilotti brought up last week, it might have been on the air, might have been off the air, it feels like DA is in Florida every other week. Yeah, that's just like his third trip in 2018 to Florida. I know he's visited friends, he's done whatever, but this has become a yearly this week, a yearly trip for him. Uh, I believe his fiance his family has a timeshare down there, or something like that. And, I mean, what's better than getting away to Florida? If you're not from Florida or if you're from one of these northeast or midwest states, you know, when you think of cold weather and you think of a long winter, the idea of going down there and fishing and hanging on the beach, it's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. So DA's down there enjoying that. So I texted DA yesterday on Monday. I'm taping this on Tuesday. I said, hey, we didn't discuss the PGP this week. What do you want to do? There's been occasions where DA's been on vacation. and We've popped him on the horn, and, uh, and we've broke things up. We chatted it up. This week, he wanted out. He wanted to disconnect, supposedly, and he left the PGP in my hands. He said, why don't we get Peter Schwartz on the PGP? I said, Peter Schwartz, he said, yeah, well, last week I tweeted out his response to you calling out his name on that video when I went on a rant about the Yankee fan blocking and preventing Aaron Judge from catching what would be the game-winning home run by the Red Sox on Thursday night. And I said, you know, Peter Schwartz, if you follow him on Twitter or Instagram or I'm friends with him on Facebook, his kids always seem to be the ones every weekend they're at another sporting event, which is awesome that he takes them there. But they always got to come out of there with a baseball and a puck. It's like, how many pucks and baseballs do you need to fill up a house, to fill up, you know, some kind of closet? These kids and his house must have a million of these. And at some point it gets disconnecting. So I post this, and Pete was clearly not happy. You know, I thought he would laugh about it and have a good time. Oh, yeah, I have a lot of balls. No, he... uh. He ironically had a lot of balls by posting on my Facebook that I was you know, defaming the character of his name and his children, which I never mentioned his children at all. But he knew what I was referencing because kids are the ones that always get the balls, and he really took it to heart. So DA, in typical DA show fashion, whether it be with the Robbie Rosenhaus, recently with the Jody Mack, loves a good potster loves a good storyline. Anything he can get to create conflict between two people who our audience are familiar with, he's all about. So he really is trying to push the envelope of conflict between me and Peter Schwartz. Now, full disclosure, Peter Schwartz reached out to me, uh, I think in a little calming presence, not to apologize, but just to explain himself um, and what he meant. But nonetheless, we feel it's only best to now speak in person, well, not in person, I've got Peter Schwartz here over the phone in just a second to kind of hash things out, see if he's still ticked off at me, and to see if he understands where I'm coming from. And I'm going to push him a little bit on his kids and, and how his kids end up with all these balls and pucks, because quite frankly, what child gets that lucky? I mean, think about how many of you adults listening right now, or even as kids, have been to how many baseball games in your life, good seats, bad seats, doesn't matter, and you've never gotten a foul ball. His kids must have a combined 300 of them. So something ain't adding up. You it just can't be that lucky. So I'm going to ask Peter Schwartz about that. And I believe Peter Schwartz is on the line right now. Peter, welcome to the PGP. I'm glad you didn't lose my number. No, no, no. It still exists. We still, yeah. Uh, we still keep in contact. I'm glad to hear from you. And we got to let's yeah. cut, let's cut right to the chase. Tuesday or whenever—I'm oh no, sorry, it was Friday morning of last week on the DA show. I had come home from the Yankee-Red Sox game on Thursday night only to have that fan not stick his arm out but not allow Aaron Judge fully to make a play. And I went on a big rant. DA disagreed and Andrew Bogus disagreed. And in that rant when I was discussing, you know, a, a guy collecting balls— I brought up your name. I said, "Well, what do you want to be?" Peter Schwartz with a thousand baseballs. And let me just read to you after I posted this rant on Facebook, a, a response by you that has now gone semi-viral among the show circles. From yes, Pe- from Peter Schwartz. Completely unfair comparison to my house and kids. My kids have never once interfered in the fi- interfered in the field or ice of play to get a souvenir buck ball puck or whatever. They've always asked nicely or just happen to be lucky enough to catch a puck ball, towel, sneaker, wristband tossed in their direction. To make that comparison is insulting, derogatory, egregious, scandalous, and reeks of defamation of character. I am thoroughly disgusted to have my name brought into this discussion. All right, Pete. I mean, that's what you wrote, and we'll give you a chance to respond here on the Permission Granted Podcast.
2: Well, I probably left out a few choice words that probably weren't... um suitable for family entertainment on Twitter. But, yeah, I was a little, to be honest with you, I was a little pissed off that oh, you, you threw my kids my kids under the bus there because you know very well that, you know, my kids have quite the collection of pucks and balls and stuff. Quite but the collection. To say, but to throw my name and my kids into the discussion, comparing them to a fan interfering with Aaron Judge, I was just taken back by it. And I thought it was an unfair comparison.
1: Okay, all right. Well, a couple things. This to clear the air. Number one, I didn't mention your kids by name. I
2: mentioned you. I mentioned yes, you. But, yes, I understand that. But I think it should be it should be noted. While I do have my own personal collection of sports memorabilia in my house, generally the pictures I post on Twitter and Facebook are are of those um, souvenirs that my kids have grabbed because I think it's pretty cool. When you go to a game and a kid is enjoying the game and he come home with a souvenir like that, it's a pretty memorable experience. And quite frankly, my kids have had some pretty good luck over the last few years uh, coming away with stuff at games. And I have to be honest with everybody listening, my kids have never been insulting to anybody. They've never pushed anybody out of the way. In fact, I will tell you a really quick story. We were at the Long Island Ducks uh, minor league baseball game last week, and Bradley... Uh, got a ball tossed into the stands by the on-deck batter, but the ball was intended for a little girl. The girl dropped it, and Bradley picked it up, and everybody was like, oh, Bradley gives her the ball because he already has a zillion of them, so he gives the ball to the girl. The on-deck batter saw this, grabbed another ball, and tossed it to him because he was a good citizen. So, again, it just goes back. To, it goes back to my kids being respectful always saying please, and, and again, in, in a follow-up private conversation you and I had about it, you were trying to think of the guy's name that's got all those baseballs, Zach Campbell. I mean, you're really comparing Bradley and Jared to Zach Campbell, you know, allegedly pushing old ladies out of the way to get balls? I was just pretty pissed off about it, that's all. Right.
1: All right, well, Peter Schwartz joining us here on the vision Grant Podcast, and the names Bradley and Jared are the names of his kids, and if you follow Pete on Twitter, what is it, Schwartz on Sports now on Twitter?
2: Uh, no, I, I went to switch it to Schwartz on Sports, but it was one too many letters, so it's just Schwartz Sports.
1: Schwartz, Schwartz Sports on Twitter. And you'll often see the pictures and all of that come through. Now, there are a couple of things I'd like to add to that story. Number one... Yes. In dealing with your uh, with your kids, so I know pretty well, they are they are polite and they are respectful, I would say this. Yeah, if yeah Blank, they, both
2: hate, they, both, they both hate you, by the way, right now. All right, well,
1: they can hate me, so now hopefully they can listen to this, and I'm going to bring <laughs> something up here. All right, number one, you just referenced that your kids have a zillion balls and they've been lucky to have this. I think they've been lucky enough to have you as a father who's been able to take them to these events and have the right hookups yeah. to be down there and get this because there are plenty of kids that go to games who don't have the quote-unquote luck that your kids have. And I'm very, gr- well, I'm very glad, I'll let you uh, answer that for a second. Bradley, to give that ball to the girl is an awesome moment. That's probably the more proud moment you'd be as a father. But I would have to think if he didn't have the luck, as you put it, and a zillion
2: balls and pucks, he's not giving it to the girl. He's putting it in his pocket. Uh, no, he he did that in reaction to the crowd going, oh, because the, the, mm. the player was tossing the ball to the girl and, so, Bradley was not even in the direction. The girl dropped the ball. It bounced two rows in front. And when everybody said, oh, and Bradley picked up the ball, he was looking around saying, why is everybody going, oh, and the little girl had her head down, so he gave her the ball.
1: So if no crowd reaction, he would have stuck it and put it in his pocket.
2: If there was no crowd reaction, he wouldn't have known that the ball was directed uh, to the girl. See, see, we always go back on
1: that. Okay, but anyway, continue on.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, and but they've, they've been fortunate to, to get this stuff. But to be honest with you, it's not like we have front row seats all the time. A lot of the times they get pucks in hockey games. You're allowed to go down to the glass during warm-ups. And it's just the luck of the draw. If a player tosses the puck over the glass, and you get it, you get it. Uh, we were at the Mets game a couple of weeks ago. Rowley went down to the corner, the lower-level corner, for, for uh, batting practice. One of the players on the Nationals tossed him a ball. On a, I don't remember who they were playing that night, but whoever it was, tossed him a ball. So you know what? Sometimes you got to be in the right place at the right time. It's not who you know, but being in the right place at the right time. But you manage
1: to always, it feels like once a week your kids have a ball and a puck, you manage somehow to always be in the right place at the right time, which makes me have to question Pete. You're a big it's dude. The question. We saw you run a 40-yard dash many years ago here in the DH show, you can it, run it quick. We know you have the quick feet. We know you have the big body. You mean to tell me all these balls and pucks, your kids just happen to catch people toss them. You're not boxing anybody out to catch these things.
2: It was- Who's boxing? Who out? I stand five rows behind them when they're doing it.
1: Oh, well, that's what I'm asking. Now you're saying that. Do we have proof? If you're you're just, just you let your kids you go want, five rows what, up, what, you, so what, you don't control and they catch all the balls. You haven't caught one and handed to them. I have not caught
2: one of them. Not one. I I got I got one at um, where well, I was doing public address for a Brooklyn Cyclones game. One came into the press box and I got it.
1: Okay, so these. I was
2: lucky. So I was then, when,
1: lucky. When you were a kid, did you ever catch balls or pucks, or is this just like your kids who just all in have better luck no, than you?
2: I I went I went a long time uh, without ever snagging anything like that. Um, I was at a Yankee game with a buddy of mine. We're watching batting practice in right field, and a uh, ball sails over the right field fence. And I go look up at the ball. I try to make a move towards it, and some guy. Runs over me, knocks the soda out of my hand. Now, I'm more, upset, I'm more upset that I lost that on the soda. So you remember the old like runways in the right field seats in the old Yankee Stadium? Right. So this guy starts going down the runway to go after the ball. Well, I run after him, and I actually tripped him. And we were oh, rolling on, down man. the runway, and I came up with the ball.
1: So you do have that animal killer instinct in you to go after a ball. Now, as we all know, uh, many many years later, that would not be your last soda. So that that worked out no, for you.
2: I, I did that because I was angry about the soda. It was four bucks to buy a big soda, and I was upset about it.
1: Natch <laughs> naturally, some things never change, Reed. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now let me let me say this: If you were that, if you had you, Bradley, Jared, and you guys are sitting first row right field there, Aaron Judge comes up to the play. Your kids now are so used to getting balls and pucks. Uh, are you telling them, hey, stand back and let Judge make a play, or is it going to be a free-for-all at hands there as Judge reaches
2: up? Well, I mean, I, I always tell my kids to never reach over into the field of play.
1: Okay. Um,
2: the ball is coming into the stands. You know, a fan has a right to it. Now, if that's me and, and I'm thinking about it and I see Aaron Judge, like I, I, I think my my first inclination would be, is to stand back and let the guy try to catch the ball. But I can understand if the ball is going over the fence, you're going to have people that aren't thinking, and they're going to try to get the ball. I don't think Judge would have had a play on that ball anyway. But I, I, I do think if you're an adult and you see you've got a six foot seven inch right fielder, I think you got to give him a chance to catch the ball. But I just don't think many people think about that. Hmm. I would, I would probably, to be fair. Whether people believe it or not, I would probably, if if my kids were on either side of me and the ball was coming back, I'd probably put my hands on them to keep them back. That's probably what I would have done.
1: Okay, and I actually appreciate that answer, but I would say this. In how many buck pu- – I keep calling them bucks – pucks and balls and everything that your kids have collected growing up, and they've had a great childhood now so far because of that. Because I see a guy like John Jastrzemski last week, a host on WFA and CBS Sports Radio, catching a foul ball for the first time. I only have one foul ball in my life. I would imagine when they become that accustomed to getting balls and pucks, when they grow to be adults, I could see them being the ones not thinking and just wanting to get that ball because that's what they're used to.
2: No, not at, not at all. Oh my God, I'm in a parking lot right now. And there's about to be an accident because there's some old lady who doesn't know how to drive. But in any event, your life's like um, Forrest
1: Gump. It never ends.
2: It's just unbelievable. I'm just trying to get a bagel for lunch, and I'm in a parking lot, and I'm about to watch like a three car pileup. But um, <laughs> jeez. I see. You, I see you no, going with I, the salad
1: I, for lunch today as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
2: I had a salad yesterday. That's it. Once a week is enough. Macaroni um, doesn't
1: count, Pete. But go on.
2: No, no, no. I had a nice Asian chicken salad yesterday. Um I, I think I've got my kids trained enough that they cherish the things that they have in life and, and I, I don't think I don't think they would turn into just thugs. I don't Jeez. think they would turn into thugs. I really don't. Bradley does follow Zach Campbell on Instagram. Oh, um, see? So he, he's all now, about that life. Well no, but he but He's not – see, he does not understand the, the venom that people throw at Zach Campbell for what he does. He just doesn't want to believe it. He just sees all these balls that Zach Campbell has. And so now when he goes to a game, it's in the back of his mind. Not so much Jared. Jared goes with the flow a little bit and has just really started to kind of want to come away with something when he comes to the game. But Bradley's obsessed with it. Um, but he doesn't he, – he does everything by the rules. He's polite. Very, very respectful. We were at a basketball game this year, and a player gave him a sneaker. didn't even ask for it. A player just gave him the sneaker. He comes back to me and goes, Dad, the guy gave me a sneaker.
1: I probably so, stunk, too.
2: What, what can I tell you? Whatever he touches turns to gold. He, he, we went to a baseball game last year, a minor league game. He came home with five balls that day. Ah, uh, yeah,
1: something ain't adding up, Pete. Not everybody's that lucky. Something ain't adding up here for me. I got to be honest.
2: I think it's just my kids are in the right place at the right time. I'll say this, though. I will say this. In defense of my kids, I see plenty of these punks at the games totally not respecting the players and calling them names when they don't throw anything into the stands. You know, there's a time and place for everything. I tell my kids that all the time. You be in the right place at the right time, good things will happen. And so far, you know, knock on wood. Good things have happened.
1: All right, now before I let you go, because I know you got to get your bagel, your nice healthy lunch today, you start off by saying you, I, you were pissed off that I referenced your name. Are you still pissed off, or have you gotten over and understood? I meant it in a good-natured argument because you have a million freaking balls in your house
2: now. Um, I've gotten over it a little bit. I still do think that you wake up in the morning trying to figure out a way to tick people off. So I think that was (laughs) probably in the back of your mind. Listen, we, we worked. We worked overnights for a couple of years together. You always did something to stir the pot. So to me, it's something you probably, you wake up in the morning, you have your cup of coffee or whatever you do in the morning, you pick up the newspaper and you say to yourself, gee, how can I really piss somebody off today?
1: And you think you were just on that list on Friday? I think I was on the list. There's no question. Uh, Well, I guess we'll
2: never know. Well, Pete, (laughs) go go enjoy your bagel.
1: Wait, listen, yeah. your
2: mom and your your mom and I are friends on Facebook, too. Which is a whole other element.
1: Like and, yeah.
2: she, and
1: she sat with you. Yeah, well, yeah, it's typical. It's so typical of her to side with everybody else but me. I mean, on my birthday, I basically got a card, and I was lucky I got a cake because it was on Mother's Day. So, nonetheless, yeah. she's on my list, too. But, uh, okay, you two tag team up against me all you want. I'll continue to piss everybody off that I want to piss off.
2: Um, but I, but, but we're, in, we're in a better place now, and I'm hoping that uh, we'll be at the World Series in October.
1: All right. I like that, Pete. It's good to know we're at a better place. I'm sure DA will be unhappy that we're at a better place, but that's good to know.
2: Well, it's nice that we can work things out a little bit. No you know. qu-
1: no question. Well, go enjoy your bagel. You can follow Pete at Schwartz Sports, and uh, look for more of those pictures, because I'm sure his kids will have three more pucks and balls by the end of next week.
2: Yeah, we're going to go to an adult softball game a little bit later on today, and they plan on pushing the umpire out of the way.
1: An adult. Yeah, you're an adult softball. Can we just stay home and play video games for once? I mean, geez, Louise,
2: you're unbelievable. I don't, whatever, I don't want my kids to be 500 pounds when they grow up. they got to be active a little bit.
1: I mean, active? you got them out to eat almost every other night. What are you talking about, Pete, 500 pounds?
2: Eat healthy. Eat healthy. You can go out and make nice, easy, healthy choices.
1: Lean. Lean steaks. How about that?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go get a tuna fish sandwich on a bagel right now.
1: <laughs> Pete, thanks very much. You got him, Ryan. Right? Well, there you have it. Ah, oh, boy, Pete have it all there. Have it all. Number one, cares cares about his kids being active, which he does. I got to give credit. Pete on social media has that. But at the same time, we're at Kids Eat Free Night at Wednesday at Miller's Ale House. I don't think the macaroni and cheese is exactly, you know, a Caesar salad. But nonetheless, you had everything there. Pete pissed off at the beginning said his kids aren't thugs, which I didn't see that coming. And then talks about other people being punks. But then you also get that his one kid idolizes Zach Hample. And for those of you who didn't know what we were referencing with Zach Hample, Zach Hample is famous for writing the book on how to collect baseballs. And he's, he's said to have the most souvenir baseballs of any living person. And he goes to these major league parks, and he knows the exact seat to sit in. He has, like, a, st- a study uh, of where the most balls will be hit. He's out there during batting practice. And he's been known or reportedly or supposedly – to not have a problem knocking over, you know, somebody, including a woman who might be in the way of him getting another baseball. So when you hear Schwartz's son following this guy on Instagram and not understand why people hate him, well, now you see what I'm talking about. This is why the Schwartzes have a million balls and pucks. Pete attributes it to luck. These guys have their own science going on over there in the Schwartz house. And I'm telling you right now, Pete can deny it all he wants. You give me an adult version of the Schwartz kids when they get older, they'll be the first one reaching over knocking through a right fielder's mitt to make sure they get the ball before the outfielder does. And this is the kind of person we can't have sitting in the outfield in the front row of the Yankee game when we got a division to win, which got mules stirred up on Friday to begin with. Pete says that won't happen. I guess only time will tell. All right, that's going to do it here for Side A with DA on vacation. Coming next, a little Side B of the PGP.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: All right, welcome into side B of the PGP. That sexy voice you hear is me, as You just heard on side A because DA's on vacation and I get a little taste of hosting both sides. Well, that was riveting stuff with Peter Schwartz on, on side A. He admits to being pissed off. Says his kids aren't thugs. Well, that had it all. And joining me now
0: here on Side B is the one, the only, Andrew Bogish. Andrew, hello. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for having me again because no one else is around. I appreciate it. That is. And this is odd. So for
1: those of you who are listening, you may not even care about this, but this is the first time I believe that we have taped a PGP, or at least a part of it, pre-show. We are doing this uh, on a Wednesday morning before Andy Gresh fills in for D.A., uh, taking us out pre-show because without DA is a little less
0: pre-show, uh, you know, stuff to get into. So yeah, I Feels noticed, good. noticed. you coming in a little, uh, a little more relaxed now. Yesterday you came in a little later than normal. You blame the Long Island Railroad for that. I, I might did. beg to differ. Uh, but there is a diff. Not that DA is some kind of taskmaster, but the host is not here. Um, they are self-sufficient. They're doing the show a little bit differently. There's less production. You've got guests book ahead of time. Um, it's om- you're You're on like a third of a vacation this week without DA.
1: Uh, it would be tough for me to argue any of that. Okay, now, good. that being said, I'm still putting work in. But, yeah, I mean, the problem is Andy Gresh or John Kincaid, when they're filling in for DA, and those listening can probably tell, they're doing the show for an entirely different state. Right. So they're in an entirely different studio. So when DA comes in, take you a little behind the scenes... Myself, DA, and usually Andrew Kaplan and whoever the uh, the video op is, and we don't even have a video op this week because the stream's not even up. Right, we'll meet before the show in another studio and map out the entire thing. There
0: ain't no pre show meeting, right? So instead, we got pre show PGP time. Yeah, because both of them are prepping for local shows as well, and yeah. I, I would think that this national show. You know, is second fiddle to their daily regular job. So they're squeezing it in and they've figured things out. And, and we've um, already conducted our business via email. Exactly. How about that?
1: I, I like it. Now, let's get right into side A of the PGP. I just had Peter Schwartz on. I know yeah. you, I know you haven't heard it because only I've heard it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were well aware of Peter Schwartz not happy with me uh, comparing the fan at Yankee Stadium reaching to Peter Schwartz collecting a million baseballs. Right. To summarize, Peter Schwartz admitted to being pissed off because he commented on it. He didn't back down from that. But though he played kind of happy-go-lucky after that, he also said that it's his kids who get all the balls and they just happen to be lucky in the right place at the right time. Mind you, his kids have a million baseballs and a million pucks.
0: Uh, first of all, your thoughts of Peter Schwartz on social media coming at me the way he did and the way that DA had tweeted. Right. I mean, I only appreciate it because it was good entertainment. Was that Thursday or a Friday afternoon? It would have been Friday week? afternoon right. when he
1: said that I defamed his character yeah. and that his kids have been nothing but polite, yada,
0: yada, yada. I don't know uh, the younger Schwartz's well enough to do any <laughs> kind of
1: character <laughs> well, if assessment care,
0: on them. Pete did say in A, they're not thugs. No, they're. I mean, they can't be thugs because they're, <laughs> uh, what are they, 11 and 9? Yes. I mean, they could theoretically be thugs one day, but they are currently <laughs> not thugs, just like my son might be a thug one day. Who knows? Um, but, I mean, and I get him coming to the defense of his children. It just, it made me laugh because I'm assuming, and it's a safe assumption, I feel like we've all said things worse about the Schwartz family but this was the thing he got upset about. This was the thing that brought the social media firestorm and outsiders coming in and defending him and defending you. Like there this fight should have happened in the past.
1: I, I would agree. So now to back that up, the reason that Peter Schwartz, and we could bring up his kids getting baseballs and stuff like that that I do is because Peter Schwartz Puts it all out there on social media, whether it be Facebook or Twitter, I, at his Twitter that everybody follows, there's always a picture and he's very proud of his boys holding a baseball, holding a puck. It's like every week they're at a game, which is, I think is an awesome childhood, by the way. Of course. My dad could take me to a million games. Right. And they always come away with something a puck or a ball. And in the great scheme of things, do I care that Peter Schwartz's kids always come away with a puck and a ball? No. <laughs> I would argue the social media world doesn't care anyway that we need to see it all the time. But when I bring up that fan reaching over and the idea that like, what's he just need a baseball like Peter? And that was the throwaway. And like Peter Schwartz needs a million baseballs. That seemed (laughs) to, to resonate with Pete. And it made me feel like, and I didn't get to this point, do other people say this to him? Is that
0: why he teed off on me? You know, I had that thought that you accidentally struck a chord with him that like this is something that's been brought up before, or he secretly thinks that it's overboard, and now someone's calling him on it. And all of a maybe sudden, maybe he now, believes it. Okay, I, I, that I don't know, but it was that wouldn't have been the fight I picked if I was him. With I mean, and this goes back to Gio and Jones days. I mean, those two guys, me included, had a lot of fun with Peter that ended up in podcasts and social media posts where you would have he would have heard about it. I mean, we have drops of. We made our voice guy do a ho 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 sports giant drop for Peter Schwartz. Like he he could have been angry about so many other things, but I guess because this one involved his kids, um, he had to come to their defense.
1: Okay, now just let's flat out ask because I know this is one thing DA wanted me to ask on side B uh, when we texted about what we were going to do in the PGP. Yeah, you're the judge, the jury. Uh, Brad Heller is not on jury duty for this one, right? Who was right and who was wrong in this argument?
0: Um, in a broad sweep, I would say that we should leave kids out of our fun as much as possible. I would
1: agree. Now, my counterpoint, before I let the judge have yes. his ruling, I think what gets lost in this, and I mentioned this inside A, when I mentioned Pete in the rant, I didn't mention his kids, which I think True. should be brought up. Pete took that as you're saying stuff about my kids, which right. I wasn't, which tells me, again, it might have struck a chord that others have said that. Yeah. I only mentioned Pete's name. Yeah, I, So I agree
0: with you. Kids should be left out of it, which is why I didn't mention Peter's boys' names. I mentioned Pete's name. Yeah, well, uh, as I told you yesterday, I think the only way to solve this is for you to finally give in and attend one of their games that's close to your house. Come you on. need to go to a Little League game, whatever popcorn or football it is, you gotta make an appearance. Uncle Shawnee's gotta show up. Come on. Shake some hands, kiss some babies, and <laughs> Come make on. things okay. Come on. You don't even want to be at your kids' games. You want me to be at Peter's you know, kids' game? My son's got a T ball game tonight and I really need that hour and a half <laughs> to prep for plain edge Locust Valley girls lacrosse later this week on Verizon Fios. <laughs> Um, so oh, look that. A little cheap plug so here I'm for I'm hoping. The PGP? Channel 1 or 501. So I'm hoping for some rain today. I wouldn't mind a rain out. So, yeah. Saturday. So you're rooting for your own son to get rained out. I'm supposed to go to a Peter I Schwartz game. It's, it's a T ball game. T-ball game. Speaking of not being rained
1: out, the reason DA not on this PGP, the reason we have these backup hosts, DA has taken, I believe, his fourth trip to Florida in 2008. 2008. Does he have
0: a house down there with a timeshare? What's going on?
1: I believe, and I don't want to get the message wrong, I believe that his fiance has a time, or family has a timeshare down there. But I don't think all his Florida trips are to there. I think it's once a year they go to this Mm timeshare on whatever coast it is. Now, here's the real issue of what I want to bring up with D.A., and it's something that's really caught the newsroom by fire. And if D.A. happens to listen to this on vacation, he's going to know people are talking about him. He's tweeting a lot. Yeah. He's Instagramming every day. That was actually a trash when I believe you were away by Pete Bellotti about people that constantly post pictures and stay on social media while they are away. John Kincaid brought it up on the air on Monday, like, you got to disconnect what's with all the tweets He's sitting here. he's making Toronto Raptor jokes on Twitter. I mean, dropping the elbow off the top rope on the Raptors out of right. nowhere really caught my eye. And I got to be honest, I didn't find it that funny. I thought it was a swing and a miss by him. I yeah. knew where he was going. It wasn't a swing and a miss. It was like a seeing eye single. So now, for those of you who follow DA on Twitter, at DA on CBS, I'll mm-hmm. give him his plug. His tweet was something effective the effect of, I just saw a Jurassic World trailer. Uh, I didn't know what I was. I had to adjust my eyes. I'm not used to seeing Raptors this late in spring.
0: Yeah. It was a, it was a little a little forced.
1: That was one of those like you make the joke on stage and you're bombing right, on purpose <laughs> on purpose yeah, like, burp- right? Boom. Like we get it. It was funny, but uh <laughs> but, oh. but the point
0: really though, Bogus, is where do you line this? Should he be disconnecting here? He can't. I, he just can't put it away. Well, first of all, I don't think that we in our job can can really fully disconnect i mean like you need the break and we get that like the break for me is not getting up at 3 a.m and not coming here and not typing 15 update scripts and whatever like but i need to every once in a while see what's going on because you can't catch up from seven days of paying no attention i would agree and i've had this conversation with Kincaid before i don't understand how he goes on vacation and just shuts everything off for seven days I don't know how you do that. I give him credit for doing it. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think I need it. And I don't think I'm having a bad vacation is if like if I'm in the bathroom or my kids are asleep or my wife's in the shower that I spend ten minutes cycling through pictures of hot girls on Instagram and some random <laughs> tweets so I know <laughs> what's going on in the sports world when I come back.
1: I would have to agree. For me to ba- I'm gonna bash D A four, but at the same time openly admit I'm a hypocrite because I was in St. Thomas and I'm like going through my phone at right. times. Just because you come back, if you really disconnect for seven days, you come back, you're like, wait, what did I miss? Right. Or there were like times like DA would mention something and I was on a cruise and I'd be like, When did that happen? Yeah. Or like, what? when did this player end up on you this know, team? It
0: was you when you
1: came back and you went, When did OJ get out of jail? Right. And like, yes. oh, well, last
0: week. That you, you know idiot. why? And
1: that was because I was on a cruise and <laughs> right. I paid for the booze, not the Wi-Fi. I hey,
0: remember that debate too.
1: Right. And that was the only reason I disconnected is because I physically couldn't right. look. I was forced but to. It, in Florida, he obviously can look. So I am a hypocrite for saying that. Now I guess you could do that in between, where you disconnect from actually sending tweets, or, right? Or wait till the end to put up a bunch of pictures, and then, but you still kind of have an idea of what's going on. And he's not doing that. Yeah, I think my, my bigger
0: grip with him is the tank tops. I'm not a tank top guy. The tank, I like the Muhammad Ali one he was wearing. A on lot Instagram. of tank tops.
1: He does. You know what it is? He doesn't have the arms to go with the tank top.
0: I mean, I guess you and I have the boobs to not go with tank tops either, so that's why I don't <laughs> He does not much. have side boob, but no. he's wearing the Muhammad Ali no. tank top. I mean, I'm jealous that he's in shape to wear one. I wish I could, but since I can't, I don't want anyone to wear them. So we got tank tops. We got a lot of yeah. random hats, a lot of fishing. Right.
1: So you caught what, a fluke. Congratulations. Right. and Put be a pre- shirt on. Be prepared. And this is my yearly <laughs> message when DA goes on vacation. Yes. The Monday or Tuesday following a DA vacation where he's refreshed his mind and reset, he is usually on, not on edge, but looking for a mistake to be made on the show by whether it be me, Pete, you, or anybody who's worked on the okay. show in the past. Okay. Because then that's his like, revival time where he has to like throw down the hammer, remind everybody he's back. Mm-hmm. He's the man. He's the boss. I... I have been under the DA system, much like the Bill Belichick system with Tom Brady for a long right. time. DA's kicked my Alex Guerrero out. I am prepared and braced that I need to pitch a pitch a perfect game Monday or Tuesday because he will call me out for slacking on my job. Well, and I suggest you look out for it,
0: and I suggest Belotti looks out for thank it. Thank you for your advice, Rob Ninkovich, for taking... <laughs> this young patriot under your wing. <laughs>
1: all right. Well, that's going to do it for the PGP. You can follow Andrew Bogish on Twitter. Uh, at Andrew Bogush. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. At MerazCBS. Uh, Thank you, guys. Sorry for not posting show hours all week. I know we got a couple tweets on that. You'll be fine. I, you'll be fine. Obviously, with DA out for the week, we're not podcasting the shows. Watch we, a Nomad. Watch a Nomad. Exactly. That <laughs> DA will appreciate that Nomad plug. And don't forget to subscribe. You can get yourself uh, some beef jerky discounts as well. Uh, okay, and that's going to do it for the PGP. I need a koozie still. By the way, yeah, DA should hook us up. A koo- right? Pete's not happy. I, I, that's I agree too. DA handed out koozies to everybody involved with subscribing. Nomad did not hand out koozies to the show. <sighs> so to let you listeners know, if you got a koozie, the staff did not. How about that? Yeah, and I retweet that crap all the time. Wow, well, all okay. the time. I think we have a we have an ongoing topic now for next week's show. Yeah. All right. Well, we've kept you guys long enough for the PGP. So take care, everyone. <laughs>